Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. From the halls of assembly, you'll hear a scream and shout. I love of Indiana is manic and devout. Everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Ward and Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hello, Ward. Eric, how are you, my friend? You know what, Ward? We're going to go warp speed, not ward speed. Actually, let's call it. We're going to go ward speed. Ward sleed. What's that? Ward's, ward sleed is warp speed, except extremely slow. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ward speed through everything, including that we are powered by communitycars.com. Paid out, beautiful. You want to buy a car? Don't be a jackass. Go to communitycars.com, buy it in person, buy it on email, buy it over the phone. They'll take care of you. Best price, best customer service. They support NIL, they support Indiana Athletics. Don't be a jackass. Buy from communitycars.com. They also have the best TikTok videos out there. Go check out Community Cars on TikTok. Evan does I, them all himself. Th- this is all lies. I mean, it's just all lies. I all lies. To be hey, true. What? Um, look, there is a lot going on with the transfer portal. A lot. So much. My head's spinning. It's it's too much to dedicate this intro to. We're either either we'll do it together or I'll do one separately. I'll do a Twitter spaces if you can't make it because you are with the family on vacation. I'm on I top do, of a mountain right now. Yes. I will do Twitter spaces uh in the next day or so, probably Wednesday or Thursday. I'll do Twitter spaces dedicated to transfer portal where we can talk about all that stuff and you put know it what out. Though? If if I get a signal while we're on tour of Alcatraz prison with my family, I'd love to do a spaces from live from Alcatraz. There is something very cool about that. I would like that. I w- you should do a live Twitter video. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? That'd be cool. Um, so listen, let's just get into the next segment, which is, of course, Indiana basketball with our guest. And we do that because... Well, this is the part where you got to tell people that we are... Brought to you back. IU Ventures presents a segment without pretense. Who's your hoop live just for you? <laughs> All right. Like we said, we're doing this ward speed 
We'll do a transfer portal and update on Indiana basketball on a spaces. But right now, this guy is as important to Indiana basketball right now and for the immediate future as anyone. So let's get to this interview. Okay. Here comes our guest. Here comes our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's back. He's back. That's kind of a loaded statement. He's back. We'll, we'll, we'll break that down later. But most importantly, the most important thing you need to know about this man is he's my coach. I love him. He's my coach. But that might not mean a lot to listeners. So I'll turn it over to you, Eric, so you can talk about more relevant topics that this man might have uh, uh, in Hoosier minds. I lost it. I lost it completely. I got yeah. kind of excited. He's my coach. I didn't know how to set you up for him. X, I mean, how'd you deal with this idiot? <laughs> I mean, I honestly put him on the bench. He actually was coaching with me, so that's how I did. <laughs> All right. So hailing from Tampa, Florida, by way of several places in Virginia, Fredericksburg, Woodbridge, but my favorite, Spotsylvania. That's right. He spent some time in Spotsylvania. We know him as the point guard for the Indiana Hoosiers for the last several years. And I'm just going to focus on some really good things. The thing that still sticks out in my head, the end of the 2021-22 season, were the eight games at the end of that year, he included in that eight-game stretch, were back-to-back 24-point games, 57 assists and 20 turnovers in that stretch, 15 of 33-point shooting, 17.4 points a game, 7.1 assists. He came into this year as our starting point guard, of course, He played the first nine games of the year with huge games at Xavier, which was a huge win that we won, 23 points in that game. Huge game against North Carolina, 20 points, eight rebounds, four assists, a game that we won. Uh, Again, a game against Arizona, which didn't go our way, but he turned in 11 points, 11 assists in that game, only two turnovers in that game. And then, of course, tragedy struck in in the beginning of that Kansas game, and we will get into that. But I got to say, I wasn't sure six months ago that we'd get to do another one of these because I thought this guy would be on his way to a professional career. And while I'm sure that was his, what was in his plans, I got to say, I'm just happy we get to get him back because we love this guy. We love everything that he's about. We love what he means to Indiana. And I love that we get to watch him play for another season. At least I think we get to watch him play for another season. It's probably not official yet. We'll get into all that. Please welcome X-Man, Xavier Johnson. All right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Doing better. I'm doing better. Yeah? So just give us the skinny right now. How is the foot? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, you know. I'm getting back, back, getting back to working out today. I, I did my first workout with, uh, with the with the with the guys that are returning. Uh, just hoping, hoping that I get my waiver though still as well, because uh, I mean it's not standing stone that I'm actually coming back yet. But you know, I'm just keep, I'm gonna just go day by day, keep praying. You know, I'm st- I still got to graduate though, so I mean that's that's the most happiest thing I'm I'm, I'm happy about right now. You so need be- us to reach out to the NCAA. We, you know personal testimonies what a fine young man you are would that help you or maybe hurt your cause uh i think it would help me i, I honestly think it would help me guys because i mean there's a lot of people in my corner though so on the physical side of things today was the first day of spring workouts with the guys that are returning so uh, it was like you and three other guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah by the way warden i can come play pickup too 
Like if you need some guy, no, you don't want any of that. <laughs> uh, and then real quick on the physical side, are you still limited a little bit in what you can do or is it a hundred percent full go? Uh, I'm not actually hundred percent full go. Uh, I still have to see my doctor, but my foot is healed, healed pretty much uh, completely almost. Uh, I got to go see my doctor again tomorrow to see, uh, to check up on it. Uh, Check up on it again, uh, but I but I actually have been competing a little bit with my team. Good, but not going five on five yet. But uh, I was I could do one on one. Happy to be out there with my teammates. You know, just being one of the leaders coming back. Uh, one one of the top scores from the team from previous previous years and then leading us to to, to the to the NCAA tournament for uh, the one year. Uh, just having me having me on board is I think is good as well. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm just trying to help the guys get prepared for next year. Uh, uh, you know, because now we're look, we're looking, we're not looking at at, at the top spot anymore. Uh, I would say, I would say, they're not we're not expected to to win win the champ the Big Ten championship, or to even even probably make the tournament right now. So, I mean, just try to get the guys prepared, getting better, better, and and just make make all our non-believers be believers. Because uh, that, that's all that's all I've been about in my career. It it's had to be a very difficult time for you, but right now where you're at, are you? Are you seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? Just being to to be out there with the guys again. Uh, are you feeling better? Uh, not related to your foot. Uh, I actually do feel better. Uh, you know, I was in a dark place during during the season, uh, especially when I went out. Um, you know, when I wanted to come back, uh, but you know, you know, I guess it's, it's, it's honestly when I say it's guy's time, it's just guy's time, and uh, uh, it's, it's like I, I was hurt, and but. I was able to come back, but I get my I was actually been able to get my whole year back. So I mean, God works in mysterious ways, honestly. because uh, you know, I could have been hurt in, in the thirteenth or fourteenth game and not been able to come back. But now it's like I really have a a, a large chance of coming back. So I get my year back and I wanna I wanna end my career off, off on a good note and I wanna I wanna win a championship. That's that's bottom line. I wanna win a championship. So let's go to the beginning of this season because like I said, the mindset that I know you were in, you were you were as locked in as locked in can be from the time that the the 2021-22 season ended to the beginning of the 22-23 season. I mean, just all the reports coming out of workouts is that you were just killing people. And, and you and I talked and we had you on the show too, but you were just laser focused on, we're going to win the Big Ten. You know, you're going to be the best point guard in the country. And, and you were going to you know, continue that amazing run that you had at the end of 21-22. And you did have some new pieces. Namely, let's talk about Jalen hood Shafino. You have a new backcourt mate who is also a guy that needed the ball a lot, you know, to be as good as he wanted to be. When, and I know you guys got along great, when practice started, did it take you guys time to figure out how does that work between the two of you? Um, I mean, when, when when he he first got on campus, I don't think we were in the same team, uh, because uh, you know we were going to put the put the freshman to a ringer, and we did. Yeah. The first couple of weeks, we didn't lose we didn't lose a, a pickup game against them, and you know I think they got their first one within like two weeks, like the the start of the third week that we started workouts, but we ended up winning more games that day. So I mean, I think that was the only game they won. So. I mean, we put him through a whole ringer. I would say through through summer workouts, and uh, but but when me and Jalen started being on the same on the same team, I, I would think we it, it wasn't really hard not, not to play play with another guard because uh, you know I, I honestly can't. I'm a, I'm a, I'm honestly a combo guard. I was a combo guard coming out of high school, so I can play both positions. 
uh, it's not a problem with me. It's just that, you know, coaches that coaches all the coaches I played for allowed me to have the ball in my hands majority of the time. So, I mean, when I play with another guard, it's, uh, it's kind of more lethal because, you know, I, I can I can catch and shoot as, as well. So so I could just I could do other things as well. So that was and was was Coach Woodson looking to define it like, OK, now you're the one and he's the two or he's the you know, or or was it? going to be more free flowing and just like, we'll see who gets the ball running up the court and just go with it that way. Uh, I would say it was, it was more free flowing. Uh, Cause I, and I would say that because, you know, whoever was hot, Jalen was hot. I give him the ball. Cause you know, I don't have a problem with anybody touching the ball. Yeah, if you had go ahead, go, go score the ball. That's the point of the game for the, for the team. Uh, but I would, I would say a lot of that was proven in the, in the Xavier and, in the, in the, uh, and what other, what's the other game? Uh, Xavier and North Carolina game. Uh, you know, I was hiding in the Xavier game, and then he was he was hiding in the, in, the, in the first half, and going into it, going going into the second half too as well of the North Carolina game. And then I turned on it, I turned it on. It was winning time, so I mean, I mean we were both comfortable playing with each other. Uh, you know, I, I honestly think that it had been trouble for for the league and, and for the NCAA. I honestly believe that we're supposed to be playing tonight uh, as well. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just things that it's a lot of variables into it, but. I honestly believe that me and Jalen were, were one of the best backcourts in the nation. Yeah, have you I been know. able have you been able to watch the tournament or, or are you like me and as soon as we lost, it's too painful to watch? Nah, nah, nah. Because you know, I went down when I went down, it was kinda like uh like I honestly was like uh like I just didn't want to watch basketball, honestly, because uh, you know, I just got hurt. It's my first my first real 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 injury injury that I that I've had in my career. So uh, just after that, though, I was like, I, I like watching basketball. Like, I got to watch basketball. It's the only thing I can watch. Uh, I, I watch a lot of stuff. And I was learning a lot, honestly. And I learned a lot. And I I, I really couldn't – I really can't wait to actually show what I – if I get my way back, I really can't wait to show what I actually learned because I actually learned a lot. The speed of the game, just everything alone, like just a, just small parts of the game, just, just picking apart defenses and, and just seeing what different teams do, uh, honestly. I, I learned a lot. Because I've never watched the game from up close, right? You've always been up close direction. I've always been play, play, play. Right. Yeah. Well, I will yeah. get into some of the learning stuff in, in a bit when when we get to that point. I do because I think it's fascinating. Let, let's talk about the beginning of the season. So the season starts. You guys play uh, St. Mary's Sister of the Poor Blind School uh, for the first two games, otherwise known as Moorhead State and Bethune Cookman, uh, and you beat them by a hundred. And the truth is, like, you didn't have to do that much in those games. And those games are tough to really see, like, what we are. But the third game of the year was on the road against Xavier. And uh, that was a big-time game. It felt like a big-time atmosphere. And you guys went in and played a tough-ass game, scored a bunch of points, and you did go off. 23 points, two assists, two of two threes. And it was, like, the first taste that we had of our full team in a hostile environment. How excited were you guys coming? And by the way, that was before we knew how good Xavier would end up being. Like, I mean, they were a very good team that competed in a really good conference and then had some success in the NCAA tournament. Uh, how good did that feel? When you came out of that Xavier game, what what were you guys feeling as a team? Uh, we were feeling like we were one of the best teams in the country, honestly. Uh, but I don't think nobody actually knows this because uh, I don't think it has been said, but me and Trace didn't practice that whole week before the game. Mm. <laughs> really? me, and Trace, I, me and Trace did not practice that whole week before the game. What, and, were, you, were you hurt was, or sick? 
Uh, I, I just, no, I had a nagging injury. I forgot. I don't know what was going on, but I had a nagging injury. And Trace, had, had, you know, Trace was dealing with his back issues and all that. That game right. as well. Uh, but, you know, just seeing seeing us compete at a high level uh, after not practicing, me and Trace and, and, and our, our intangible pieces with, with Fino. Fino still learning how to play. Yeah. Uh, Play to play the two as well, and, and it was his first time being in a hostile environment. So, you know, I, I was I was coming in the game game. I know I, I know I was ready to lead, lead my team, but uh, but but I, I I honestly don't know how we came up came out and played like that because uh, we look we look I honestly think we looked terrible in the first half, but we turned it on in the second half as as a unit. Well, and I do that. The separation between good and great teams is often defined on being able to win on the road. How much was that a part of your guys' mindset going into the season and going into that game? Like, if if we're going to be as good as everybody says we are, we got to be able to pull this off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was one of the big things that, that as a unit we were locked in is uh, we know that we had to win big games on the road. Uh, uh, we know we, we just can't be a, 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 a at-home team. Uh, love playing at home, though. We love playing at home. Can't lie. Love playing at home. Get a good <laughs> Our fans are crazy. Uh, you gotta love it, but you know we we knew what we were the type of team we were. We knew we were a great team. We knew we knew Xavier was actually a great team, uh, and they actually proved that they were a great team too as well. Even though, even even down the stretch, and they proved a lot. They proved a lot as well. So the season goes after that. We play Miami of Ohio, uh, smoke them, and then you you start to hit a really nice uh, a nice rhythm here. You Little Rock nine points, ten assists. Which, by the way, getting ten assists in a college game is a ton. You just don't see that often. Jackson State, you hit four threes. I mean, I do want to take a, a moment to talk about your three point shot because clearly, your three point shot at the end of twenty one twenty two, and really the whole season, but the end of twenty one twenty two, and then into this year, it is clearly better than it was at the beginning of your college career. You you are a workhorse. Everybody knows that you live in the gym. But can you talk a little bit about the development of your shot and how has it gotten better? Have you just, is it more reps or are coaches working with you on changing mechanics? Are you tweaking mechanics? How has your shot developed since being at Indiana? Uh, honestly, shout out to Coach, Coach Yah. Uh, I would say I would say he helped mm. me a lot uh, on, on my jump shot. And then that's when I actually had a stride. I actually uh, was... That with the stride that when I hit hit all like I, I was averaging seventeen points, it was actually I would I would give all most of my credit towards him because he was in the gym when I texted him. I wanted to get in the gym before like even on game days and and, and before before I went to class. Uh I got in the gym. I, I was shooting and I actually got in the rhythm. And and from there I, I I learned to find myself being a rhythm more of a rhythm rhythm shooter. Uh when I see the ball go in, I I think I'm I'm a great shooter. Uh but yeah, as you see when I'm when I when I miss a lot, you know, I I curse to myself and I get mad at mad a lot, but but I've learned to have like a mental toughness about the game, uh honestly. So is it would did you change any did Coach Ya help like change anything about your shot or was it literally just mental, the mental approach and the rhythm of it? Uh, it was more. It was more mental, mental approach. Uh, he honestly, he honestly didn't change much. It was, it was more, more footwork than anything. Uh, he, he told me once, I, once I do this, one, catch one, two, left, right, uh, and shoot it. Uh, you know, he can't. It ain't that much to it. <laughs> left, right, shoot. Because I, I honestly don't think it was nothing wrong with my jump shot. With, with you know, just from from the gathering point of me, me shooting the ball. Uh, 
Um, I mean, a lot of people say it is, but I don't, I don't think it, there's much to it, honestly. No. It doesn't matter if it goes in, and it's been and, going and my, in at a rate. And my teammates, they were they were actually complimenting me, complimenting me this summer, uh, you know, because I actually had took it was I guess it was the HMI shot, but uh, I took the hitch out, and and when, once I shoot the ball without a hitch, it's been, I, I pretty much makes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm wondering going into the season in these first few games, and maybe it's something we can track through when you become an observer of the game, and hopefully we can pick back up going into next season. What other aspects of your game? were you focused on are you focused on to just get to that next level uh honestly uh you know just just knowing, knowing what my teammates do uh and, and seeing like the different changes in, in defense that that teams teams were doing like i would say like i would say with, with fino i helped him out literally on, on a lot of ball screen coverages uh, you know, I was trying to help him with pocket pads and, and, and tell him who the wide open man was because I was seeing it through at a different direction. It's almost like being in class in an open lecture. Like, like it was, it was kind of crazy that we would be seeing it. You know, I was just seeing the game totally different. Like, it, it honestly, it, I can't wait to play because I, I think I, I'm going to make some some crazy passes next year. I don't know why. It's going to be some more crazy passes. <laughs> I love hearing that. Uh, to to piggyback on that. Woody would talk a lot about how hard he is on you. Like, I mean, I think that of anybody in the first two years that Woody's been there, there's no one he's been tougher on than you. And it's because he knows how important the point guard position is, especially in his offense, which is so based around pick and rolls, right? So you have to make the right read. And he has talked about how much better you have gotten in his system. Can you talk to us a little bit about what had to change for you to fit more into Woody's system that that's something maybe you didn't do before, but now you're focusing on? Uh, I would say my discipline, uh, just preparation of the game. Uh, you know, I, when I, when I, before I came here, uh, you know, I, I had a coach, assistant coach that I watched film, film with. You know, he always watched film. He always worked me up before the games. He always get, got me prepared. But, I mean, it was just a different level, like, with him, my with coach being with Coach Wilson and his staff here. Because you know, a lot of every a lot of things are analytical, a lot of things are being recorded. So, you know, I'm just re-watching a lot of stuff that I'm doing wrong and, and just correcting it at that point. Wow. So mm. you become is it fair to say that look, you you're physically gifted. You're an incredible athlete, you're explosive, you know, uh you're incredibly quick. That that's stuff that you were born with and then you cultivated by working out even more. But that stuff when you're in high school and certain level, that can just get you by, right? Like you don't have to be a student of the game. You can just dominate with that. Yeah, I, I would say, well, in the area that I played basketball in high school, basketball is, is, is crazy. You know, you got like Hunter Dickinson was in my in my conference. Justin Moore goes to Villanova. Brandon Slater goes to Villanova. Uh, Miles Dredd, he played at Gonzaga. Prentice Hub. Like it, it's countless names I Chris likes it, it's uh, it's a lot of names. Markel Fultz came from our, our conference as well. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of dudes that play in our conference. So it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was just physical. I, I would say you have to know how to play basketball in our in our conference because it's our, our conference is like the you know it, it gets you ready for, to play college basketball. And I think okay. that's why I, I came ready. And most of the players in our conference they come ready to play college basketball. But would you say that you've become more a student of the game while at Indiana than you were before? Yeah, I, I would say I became more of a student of the game uh, from Indiana because, you know, coaches sat me down 
it's, it's, it's just a lot of lot of resources. I have a lot of resources to go to if I if I need help with a certain thing. Like, you know, I think the the best person I probably watch film with is right. Probably, for me, it's Coach Yaw because you know he played my position. He understands. Right. He's been around guards. That's great. Well, let's. Uh... Let's get into the North Carolina game. Now, I mean, you know, it wasn't like Purdue coming to town last year and you you really saw how Assembly Hall could go nuts. But in terms of like a game of national relevance and here is the, the team that was, you know, 40 minutes away from a national championship last year, uh, the expected favorite this year. Of course, we all love seeing them <laughs> crash and burn completely, but we didn't know that was going to happen when they showed up in Assembly Hall. Can you talk a little bit about the environment for that game and just getting ready to, you know, go toe-to-toe with another blue blood on your home court with the whole nation watching? Oh, uh, you know, it's crazy, uh, you know. But I don't think nothing compares to that Purdue game. I would say that. But, you know, getting ready for that game, it was, it was, it was you know, we got to be locked in because, uh, you know, I think they were coming off a couple of losses. So, you know, a team with, with that type of team, being the number one team in the nation, you know, we either – lose to them, help them gain more confidence or we can just destroy them and, you know, how their season went. <laughs> but I, I did a good job of uh, playing playing them as well. You know, we were locked in. Uh, everybody was locked in. Uh, Fino, Fino, I think with, with Fino getting, getting his uh, his feet warm and, and, and on, on a away game at Xavier, you know, I think that helped him in that game become, become a better scorer uh, playing beside me as well. So you do – you. Pour in 20 points, eight rebounds, four assists. I mean, you fill every stat line there is. Two steals. Two steals. And it did feel like, wow, we really are. We have the potential to be as good as everybody hoped we would be. And then the truth is that the wheels started coming off a little bit right after that game because of injuries. Not to you at this point, but other injuries. Jalen gets hurt. Trace is still dealing with a back, really, until the first of the year. And then we start Big Ten play, and let's just talk about Rutgers for a second. What is it about Rutgers? We did finally beat them this year, so I'm glad about that. But they punked us in in Rutgers. What is What was it about that game? What is it about that team that seems to give us a lot of trouble? Uh, I would say that they defend at a high level. Uh, but I would honestly say that. Officiating was 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 iffy that game. It was it was totally un, it was it wasn't as as it should be. Uh, and I see why a lot of teams don't go in there and win. Uh, <laughs> but I would say I would say that they really do defend at a high level. And I and I see why they're one of the best uh, defensive teams in the nation. Yeah, that's fair. That's really diplomatic of you. Very diplomatic. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. But okay, so then that then sets up another national game, which is the Arizona game in Las Vegas. So let's talk a little bit of Las Vegas. First off, I assume you guys really didn't get to enjoy Las Vegas at all. Is that right? No, we did not. We did not. All right. Did you at least enjoy the send-off that a few thousand Hoosiers gave you in the MGM Grand? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hoosiers always show up and show up. That's one thing. They show up and show up. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad they were there for us because I, I I believe that it was way more. Even though Arizona's red, I think there was more Indiana Hoosier fans across from that came across the nation. Whoever whoever drove drove there, it was more way more. We had way more fans than them. Absolutely. Did you um? 
Did you know that when you were coming out of the lobby to walk through the fans, did you notice that there was a giant leak in the roof that was pouring water on you guys as you walked out of the hotel? I did not notice that. (laughs) (laughs) I had had my shades on, so I really couldn't see. I I, I read my mom until she came out of the front. I'm like, oh, who's this? Like... I'm like, oh, that's my mama. <laughs> that's, that's the only real person I saw, uh, honestly, through my glasses. You know, I had my glasses on because uh, one of my teammates had told me before, like, they recorded. It was like, yo, it's a lot of people down here. It's a lot of people. And yeah, then, there, know, was. In- there was. There in- was the other thing that happened in that line was that Ward Roberts was trying to shoot a video of Trace because we try- we helped organize all those people and get them there. And then uh, he was following Trace, and a security guard physically assaulted Ward. <laughs> there's there's video proof. <laughs> Grabbed him and just threw him to the side. Like a rag doll. <laughs> you got to get them if he threw you to the side like that. Yeah. See, the, get to the problem head. was we had not officially put together the alliance with the Cowboys yet because the, there were there – were, Millions of Hoosiers, millions of Cowboys, and just a few Arizona fans. So the the Cowboys who were in town for the rodeo and the Hoosiers, we ended up really creating a bond. And if, if it had been like 24 hours later, I think some Cowboys would have come to my defense. <laughs> yeah, Look, he's so bored by your storyboard, he had to get up and leave. What is it? Do you feel better by by tearing me down? Is that what it is? Does that make you build yourself up somehow? Uh, all right, let's get to the game. The game starts and they smack us in the mouth. Uh, they're big, they're skilled, they can shoot the ball. Um, what do you remember from that game? And could you feel it getting away from us uh, pretty early? Also, I think it is important to state that Jalen Huchifino did not play in that game. You know, so again, we're playing a nationally ranked top team without our starting backcourt. So not nothing against Trey, and Trey busts his ass and plays as hard as he can. But it's a difficult position to not have your full team there. Um, wh- what do you remember from that game, X? Uh, you know, for the, the start of the, the start of the game, you know, I think I don't even remember the start of the game, but I just I remember my, I remember myself picking up two quick fouls, uh, one BS foul, but yeah. I would say that otherwise I, I, I fouled him. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I went out. I went out fast, and I think we were down. Down, we were down. I, was, I think we actually was down too. It was going. We was going back and forth for a little minute, and then it got out of hand when I came out the game. And then we was down. When I look up, we down sixteen. When I get back in the game, uh, but I told I told my team early leads don't last. You know, early leads do not last. You know, Coach Josh is the same thing. You know, all our coaches preach that early leads that they don't last. Uh, so we know we had to just buckle down, play hard, but. But we know that we we knew that when we shoot ourselves in the foot, you know, it's kind of hard to get hard to win win games like that when you shoot yourself in the foot because we got back in the game, but you we did. just couldn't finish it. And, and and I do I do wonder too. We can kind of have a side trace uh, a tracker of like if he hadn't played prior or practiced prior to the Xavier game, and I'm not sure what the deal was around North Carolina, but I feel like. Uh, it was still underplayed, even though it was talked about. He was dealing with stuff all season, was he not? Including for the Arizona game. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Trace was a warrior this year. I would, I would say that uh, Trace was a real warrior. Uh, you know, you know, he had to get his get his treatments. He was in the he was in the training room room trying to do everything for his body for the team. You know, because you know, with me coming out, you got he has he has a way way bigger load, and I'm glad Jalen picked up picked up too too. You know, him him learning and 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 taking off like that. I'm I'm actually proud of him. He put himself in a good position. Yes, he yeah. did. So that Arizona game, you end up with 11 points, another game of double-digit assists, 11 assists, only two turnovers in that game. You did get us back in it, and then they just had too much firepower at the end. Uh, And then that sets up the KU game. So, you know, win against Xavier, Xavier on the road, great win. Win against North Carolina at home, great. Lose against Arizona, didn't feel great. But now Kansas on the road, another chance for us to really prove how good we can be against a team that clearly has national title aspirations as well. Uh, Let's first talk about Lawrence, Kansas and the environment at Fog Allen. Had you ever been to Fog Allen before in your time at Pitt? I have not. That was my first time. And what did you, what'd you think? Uh, You know, it wasn't, I don't think it, it doesn't, it doesn't compare to assembly. Uh, You know, with it being a big time game, uh, you know, top top twenty five matchup, uh, top fifteen. I, I think I, I believe I think he probably fell out at that point. Yeah, we probably it was probably a top twenty matchup, but it had to be a top twenty matchup. But with it being a top twenty matchup, I would think it'd be sold out, you know. Uh, but I don't think the, the gym was sold out because I saw like a couple bleachers not on, on the really? field, you know. But it, it was actually it's it, it's a good place to play. Though. It's a nice place to play, beautiful place to play. It's a nice court. The the environment for a fan, it did feel big time. I mean, it felt like they were up for it. You know, their videos are good before the game. They get the crowd hyped. Uh, and then the game starts, and it starts rough. It starts a little bit, you know, it felt like shades of the Arizona game, where we were just playing a team that was quick and, and on a roll. It is an early lead. But let's just get to the moment of your injury. So what, what do you remember uh, happening in that moment? Uh, you know, I remember going out of court. Uh, I think, I think I turned the ball over and I got it right back. And, and I just remember Dewan, uh, just just sweeping my, sweeping my like going under my legs, and and I was trying to step over him and, and just get an easy layup. Uh, and then my foot, you know, it, it, it just, I just felt a, a sharp pain. I I tried to get up as you saw and walk it off because I thought it was just like a little. Like him bumping me, but um, when I tried to walk again, and I, I fell right back down, and I, I knew it was, I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it was going to be uh, like a season in the injury. Well, look, maybe the only thing that we have in common is that I experienced a very similar break, not doing the same kind of strenuous activity as playing a high end college basketball game, more like stepping off my stairs wrong. Uh, which is a problem for me. I have a problem walking. But I remember when I did it, I, I, and probably because I have more experience with falling than you do, um, I knew it was broken immediately. Like I knew, I, I knew it was not a sprained ankle. I knew that I broke it. Uh, and then, you know, they, they tell you pretty early on, like, this is what happens with these breaks. It takes this many weeks for the bone to heal. You're going to be in a boot for this long. You can't put any weight on it for this long. And how quickly did you start doing the math of, okay, if everything goes well and I'm going to rehab as hard as I can, 
here's where I think I can return this season. Was that something you started doing immediately? Oh, that, that's something I did immediately. Uh, I would say right when I got hurt, the Kansas doctors, they told me two to three weeks. So I'm like, oh, it's nothing. And I'm like, and then once I get back, they're telling me like, you, you might be out for like four to six or six to eight. And I'm like, man, that, and then I started from there. I was like, all right, from, I think my, my surgery was like December, December 18th or December 17th or something like that. And not December, it was some, nah, December 23rd. I it think. had to be a little after because I think the 17th yeah. was the game. Yeah, 17th was the game. So I would say six days, it was six days after probably just the 23rd. And then I would say I did the math and it was, you know, I thought I could be back playing, you know, February, February 17th, uh, which was at, um, not nah, it was February 14th or 15th. It was at, which was at Northwestern because I don't like that since I've been here, you know, we haven't beaten Northwestern. Granted, I have not played in a single game against Northwestern, but I do not like how they, you know, they some, beat us this year. Some, some you didn't play maybe yeah. because it was your fault, but we don't need <laughs> yeah, to get into my, that. One was, one was my fault, the other two, the other two I would say it was, it was kind of, you know, they 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 lucked out of not of not, not having yeah, it on the floor. I agree. So, um, I just gotta ask you this because of my personal experience with breaking the foot. Uh, did they give you any Percocet? Did they give you any Percocet or pain medication? And as a follow up, if you don't mind, did you take any of that? And did it cause you? to see a giant turkey in your room with Race Thompson's head. Did that happen to you? Because it did happen to me. No, I don't think, I don't think they gave that to me. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, off the anesthesia gas uh, that they gave you before uh, surgery, uh, I, was, I was very, very, very loopy. Uh, I think I was flirting with my doctor. Uh, that that it was, it was it was a lady. It was a lady. You know, she, was, she was a fine, fine little lady, you know. Uh, you yeah. Know, like, I got, I got a, I got a high quality of choices, uh, <laughs> but I would say, I would say that's the only thing I remember uh, me flirting with, with my, uh, with my doctor. You know, I was, I was actually getting flirting with him. My mom was like, "Big Xavier, stop!" <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't, mom. Is, is that your first surgery, X? Uh, it's actually not. Uh, people actually, people actually don't know this as well. Uh, before before the season last year started, I actually had another surgery. My first surgery on my body, which was my kidney. Oh wow, we're right, right. I think you told us that. I think you did tell us that. Um, okay, so you're you're coming out of the fog of surgery, and and you've already got that February fourteenth, fifteenth date, whatever it was in your mind. How? Like, can you just like, it seems to me there's got to be a period of days before you can really start to attack the rehab or anything like that. We've heard from other players who have gone through injuries, how difficult it is, and it goes through different stages. Um, and particularly when you're in a place where you have not gone through a major injury in your playing career before, how does that start to sink in? And, and how difficult was it when you realized I can't be out there with my guys for like many weeks. Uh, I mean, it hit me as soon as I got hurt, but you know, once I was attacking rehab, 
uh, you know, uh, the guys would say, would say I was by the attack rehab every day, every day hard. You know, I was in there boxing. You know, I put a little video out what I was doing, but you know, I was in there working, working my tail off every day with Coach Cliff. You know, because I really wanted to get back on the, on the floor. That's my main goal was to win a championship, and I, and I believe that one of my best shots was 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 this year winning a championship with the team we had this year because we were very talented at, at each spot. So, X, how did you get over the mental? You know, you said earlier in this that you were in a pretty dark place when you went down. Um, and I can understand that. How how did you deal with that? Like, did you did you have someone you would talk to about it with one of the coaches or teammates, somebody you could lean on, family member? How did you just deal with the mental side of not being able to do what you do? Uh, I mean, I'm honestly just like a I'm – I'm a person that – you know, I honestly don't like people knowing my feelings because, uh, you know, everybody asks me. I say, I say I'm doing good. I always say I'm doing good. But in reality, you know, I'm not always good. Uh, but, you know, I just I just like to get through things on my own. Uh, you know, I know it's not a good thing, but it's, 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 it can be it can be a good thing for, for some people because, I mean, in all my in all the places I've been in my life, you know, I, I think I took the next step by myself, you know, uh, just just becoming more mature in, in, in a certain way, you know, you did. Being at the bottom, you know, it teaches you a lot of lessons, and, and you know, I, I just learned how to how to get over the hump, and and you know, it's, some people talk to me. My dad talked to me, uh, you know, my mom's in my corner all the time, uh, but they don't. My mom really don't understand, like from from I was taking injured for injured per se, and and wanting to play. Uh, my dad, he he has more of the understanding, but I would say, you know. I just took it honestly day by day because I thought I was really going to be back on the floor with my team, uh, but you know. You know, I took I took a lot of time just thinking and and like because I knew I wasn't honestly 100 percent healed. And my doctor was telling me that my foot wasn't all the way, all, all the way healed yet. I was I was about 70 percent uh, being from from healed. Uh, that was that was healed. So, you know, X, you can always talk to us. <laughs> We're here. We're here. We're good. We're good <laughs> listeners. We'll support you. You know, We're, we've got four shoulders to cry on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ward, go ahead. Uh, after that moving moment here on the Hoosier Hysterics, <laughs> I wanted to circle back to your time with Cliff, Coach Cliff. Um, I I always wonder when you have a, a lower extremity injury like that, what can you do aside from the specific work on the foot to, to try to help that heal? Like, what do you can you do stuff for cardio and aerobic? Are you working on your shot? Are you working on your upper body? How how could you supplement what you couldn't do on your foot with the the rest of your game and your health? Uh, so I mean, the first I would think my doctor said like the first two weeks I had to you know just lift upper body and lift my one, one leg. Uh, then I began it was I think with the third and fourth week I began lifting lifting on my right leg. Uh, just getting, getting, because my right leg was all oh, was 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 skinny. Uh, people didn't know my right leg was was skinny compared to my left one. You know, my it's not hard to tell which which one was skinny. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think by the fourth and fifth week, fourth, fifth, and sixth, I, I was getting in the water, started running. You know, I mm. started I started doing a little bit, started to cut, started to do ladders and stuff. Uh, you know, it was just a just a each level each level just getting better uh each time you know just take advancing in in a, in a way each time uh but i would say that i was almost there but you know my health is more important than you know playing right now and it I is in the future and your future i have to know a couple things 
you took a position on the bench during games that you were like the first guy on the bench next to sometimes I think directly next to uh oh I took the Sonny. first the first bench every to the first the first one right next to to the uh, to, to the last assistant every time. Right. So how does that happen, X? Is that something that you say you want? Do you talk to the coaches about that? I'm just curious how that comes to be. Uh, I didn't. I didn't talk to them about it. Uh, I just sat there. Uh, I told him. I told him I'm, about to, I'm about to be up here coaching. Like I'm. I'm a coach now because you know I know I see a lot of the stuff. You know that because uh, you know I'm, the players. Sometimes the players, you know, they don't. Sometimes you when you hear a coach talk, it's kind of like, oh man, stop talking to me. Like you know, I know I know how players are. Uh, a lot, a lot of players are like that. But when you hear from a teammate, you kind of accept it more and you and you see it differently. Yeah, and look, in my own experience, uh, when I come over to the bench and you're the one telling me what's going on out there, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm like, that's X. He knows what he's talking about, and that's why he's sharing the knowledge with me. So why wouldn't Trace Jackson Davis feel the same way as me? Oh, bro. It wasn't a lot of things you tell Trace, though. It wasn't a lot. He could do it, do it a lot on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Again, so, I totally understand. The other <laughs> thing I want to know about is – the starters, the starters would get together and huddle up before each game just by themselves, and you were part of that huddle for the remainder of the season. How did something like that happen? Was that something that you took on yourself as a leader to try to keep this team together? How did that happen? Uh, and and why do you why did why was it important for you? Uh, it was important to me because you know I always want to see my guys succeed. Uh, you know, I I know we hit a rough patch in in, in the midst of the season, but you know I got actually cried actually actually after we lost to Pitt State because I was like, man, what in the world? Because <laughs> uh, I thought honestly things were going downhill, but you know I just kept working with my guys. You know, we kept we grinded it out. Uh, but you know they, I think. I think they. I mean, I'm a voice that they actually accept because uh, they know I, I, I want to see them win. Uh, they they know that, uh, and you know, I see I see things differently, and they know I'm always in their corner. And they know they know who the first person they have, they have a problem on the court. Who the first person going to be up for, up for the up for the challenge? So I would say that a lot was made after a players only get together after the Penn State game, and it wasn't just you guys. We all with the injuries that had accumulated and that three-game stretch with Iowa, Northwestern, and Penn State, we were like, oh, my God, it's fallen apart completely. Was that meeting, as was made out to be publicly, uh, a really important turning point for the team? Uh, can you tell us what went on in there? Uh, I can't tell you because I wasn't actually in that meeting because, you know, uh, I think that it was more of a trace and, and it, he was telling people who need to step up. Uh, and I'm actually – Proud of Trace because I don't think Trace would have done that last year. You know, that's a, that's a right. big, big, big step in his maturity of, of being a leader in his way too. Uh, but, but I would say, you know, he Trace was telling dudes that they need they need to step step up, and, and you know, they can't feel sorry for me because uh, you know, I, I mean, you can't just be if you feel sorry for me, is I feel bad for you because this your time to play. So, <laughs> so let's just go out there and play. We, we need somebody to go out there and play and provide. So, you know, and, and, the, and the guys actually did a good job this year, and, and we we exceeded. I would say, you know, I know expect, expectations was us for us to get the championship, but I believe we we exceeded expectations with, with me going down. So, um, you obviously, when you first injure yourself, that's a, a dark place to be in. When you find out you're going to have to have surgery and that that's going to keep you out longer, that's a dark place. But then you start to see the light because you are progressing day by day. And look, not to to spill the tea, as they say, but – 
you know, I ran into you on the court at the Illinois game, and you really thought that you were going to be back for that Northwestern or, or Iowa home game. And then, and even the coaches thought you were probably going to be back in limited minutes. But even days before that, even the day before that Iowa game, I think everybody was expecting you to be back. Uh, and then you get the news from the doctors. It's just not healed all the way. And the the, the chances of you re-injuring it are too high to make any sense for your future. Yeah. You know, uh, I can imagine that that might have been even worse of a dark place than the gut punch of the injury. Uh, what was that like? How does how was that communicated to you around that time when you actually did make the decision to shut it down? Uh, I mean, it was, it was kind of hard for me to, to 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 tell them I didn't want to play. Well, I didn't I didn't say I didn't want to play, but I told them that you know it was, was kind of hard for me to actually shut it down because I never honestly never had to do that before. But I mean, I mean, I slept on slept on it, and you know, the next day I just woke up. All right, I'm gonna just shut it down for it's it's best thing for my future because you know. Because uh, I really do want to play basketball in, in the NBA. Uh, that's that's my main goal. Sure. Yeah. I get it. So yeah. you talked earlier about the things you're, – you're so excited to get back out there because of the things you learned by watching the game this way that you've never watched it before. Can you tell us something specific that you learned from being a coach, a, a player coach, if you will, this year uh, for the last half of the year? What did you learn that you're excited to put into practice? Uh, uh, honestly, the, the, the reads and, and, and just seeing the floor open up, uh, in, in different ways, uh, you know, knowing when to shoot, when not to shoot, just the style of the game and how to slow down the game in, in ways. Uh, I mean, it, it's honestly a lot. It's honestly countless things, countless things I can say, uh, you know, I just can't wait to put on the floor. I, I ain't going to say too much, but I'm, I just can't. All wait right. to <laughs> I'm curious about, look, we, the, they talk about great guard play gets you deep in March. And I think so many of those expectations going into the season uh, were predicated on you and Jalen playing side by side. And I, I will go to my grave believing uh, we would have gotten a lot further in the tournament. Maybe we'd be playing tonight if we had you both out there starting on the court. Um, the fates did not have that in mind for this team. But you did get to watch and see Jalen really blossom and and I think a lot of people knew coming into the season how talented he was uh, but uh, particularly with your absence he had to exceed those expectations what did you learn from from watching him and his growth with the best seat in the house uh honestly just just his work his work alone uh you know I work hard too as well but I mean it's just honestly the like when you work hard, you know you you get a, you get good results, and that that's what he had for himself. Because uh, Jalen Jalen works really hard, and, and honestly, the another thing I, I would take away from Jalen's game is his mindset. You know, he made when he misses a lot of shots. You know, I don't think nobody sees sees like how how he how he takes takes it himself. Uh, you know, he doesn't you know get get into get into his own way. Like he's just he's gonna shoot the next shot. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> He does. He has that. He has like short term memory. Like it's just like whatever happened the last time down the court, it didn't seem to phase him the next time he came down. But I'm curious about that one, X, because that is the opposite of how you play the game of basketball. Well, I know. Well, I you know, know. <laughs> you are emotional and you feed off of your emotion. 
and sometimes really good. And sometimes it's hurt you, you know, I mean, you, I think sometimes you would admit you get a little overheated and then the game probably speeds up a little bit. Um, so do you look at the way that any, not just Jalen, but there's plenty of guys that have played like that. I mean, Devin Booker, I think plays like that in the pros, you know, where it doesn't, he's pretty even keel. Do you try to take some of that for this next season? Are you going to try to to keep your emotions in check or does that hurt what makes you great? Nah, nah, I would say, I would say I would, I would actually try, try actually, I actually thought about trying actually not to show my emotions way more. Uh, Cause you know, a lot of other teams feed off that when you, when you show your emotions even more. Right. So I would say, I would say I actually took a lot of that from him as well. I mean, that's one thing, one of the top, top things I learned from, from him. Wow. Um, um, I wanted to circle back around to, to trace in terms of you saying the way he stepped up in his leadership, but just, I mean, look, it was a huge national story how Trace, who's been pretty incredible for three years, took it to another level. Uh, what did you see in his game and the way it evolved for him to become not only one of the greatest college basketball players in the land, I would say the greatest, um, but also an all-time Hoosier great. Uh, but, but, but so much of that story was written this season. Specifically, what did you say, see and be like, whoa, Trace, I didn't even know you could do that, dude. I would say one thing I, I really saw him take off and, and is I, I almost called him a point guard, uh, but he, he passing the ball. Uh, I would say that's the one thing he really took off because uh, he actually did lead us in, in, in assists. He led the team in assists, <laughs> which is crazy to say, but <laughs> he, he actually led us in assists. And I was actually proud because, like, you know, we needed somebody to – I mean, I think Trace understood how great of a player and how much attention he, he grabs from other teams, and he actually helps our, the team – our team, the other teammates around him be better in that way because, uh, you know, you know, then Miller started making shots. Then, you know, then, you know Race, Race got in there and, and made a couple layups and a couple threes. Uh, you know, then, then Fino got going. Fino was feeding off of Trace. And, you know, his, his energy just brings it to the game. And when Trace is locked in, you know – I think that that let everybody know, like, we got to be locked in, too. Mm. These last two years have been uh, tumultuous. It's a new coach, obviously, and Woody. He's the only coach you've known at Indiana. But lots of ups and downs, injuries. You know, a lot of stuff has happened. Made the NCAA tournament last year for the first time in six years. Made it again this year. Your injury, Trace battled injuries. Um you form a bond with your with your brothers on that team and and you're a family and the way college basketball works now it's very easy for families to break up and that's what's happening this year because of graduation and because of the transfer portal uh you know we lost in the transfer portal obviously Logan Jordan and Tamar and if I'm not mistaken you and Tamar got really close and you guys were were good friends over the last couple of years how hard is it to see your brothers decide to go. And and by the way, I'm not casting aspersions. Everybody's got to do what's right for them. But how hard is that for you to see this kind of thing that you were building over these last two years end? And personally, these are your friends. How hard has that been for you to, to see that transpire? Uh, it's actually it's really hard because, you know, those are guys that I've been around almost every day since I've been here. Well, my, my, my first day here, I, I met all those, all those guys. And, and you know, you know, now I'm stuck with with, with Anthony Little and pretty pretty Galloway. So, 
<laughs> nah, but they are they're all my guys though still. But you know, I'm you know, me and me and Tamar, we used to be built a relationship where you know nothing nothing is gonna ever stop us from being being best friends. Uh uh, you know, Geronimo, I, I I've I've talked to all of them and you know, I told him, you know, y'all can still hit me up. You know, I'm still a teammate, I'm the type of teammate, you know, I look out for everybody, even though, you know, they're not even though even even putting on the same jersey. because uh, you know, once if you're if you're brothers for me once, you brother you brothers for life. So that that that's the type of relationship I gain with everybody. Until you meet all on the court next year, and then you just oh, yeah, smoke, yeah, 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 smoke yeah, yeah. them for forty minutes. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. I hope I hope we don't get them get nobody that had any other jersey with one of my brothers that we I get to play because they I, I'm gonna be the one guard. I don't care if it's Geronimo, I'm be guarding them. <laughs> 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 I already talked tomorrow. I said tomorrow we play y'all. You're not scoring, so you already know. <laughs> Let's. I mean, uh, the, the truth is. The truth is, in an Indiana jersey, Tamar didn't score either. Oh, no. sorry, oh, sorry, I oh. had to do it. It was no, right did, that's, there. That's it was buddy. right there. Talking to his buddy, why would you do it that? It was right there on my work in comedy, and come on, it was right there, X. That was a good one. That was a good burn. That was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. I actually got on his head about that too. You know, you know, I told him, I said, like, like, look, bro, like. You can't be around me. You ain't scoring the ball. Like what you? What you <laughs> yeah, I, I made I made a couple of jokes with him, and it's all funny games. But you know, I told him like, look, uh, like this got to be a learning experience for him, him as well. Uh, you know, you know, you know, coach, you know, the coach, you know, he trusts you doing doing certain things. You know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure he didn't get the time that he probably wanted. You, know, you playing in playing in a jersey, you know, being being a starter and and, and playing thirty plus minutes. Uh, you know, he didn't he didn't honestly didn't get that, but you know, those guys need to get that chance somewhere else. You know, yeah. Indiana might not be for them. Uh, you know, because when I left when I left Pittsburgh, I knew that I I needed to restart. I think all those guys need to restart. I think they'll they'll excel in the next restart because they know what's expected of them and they know, they know they've been through through what they've been through. And I think that that'll motivate them to to not be the same. Right. And let Let's, me just say one thing about tomorrow. Sure. I love tomorrow. I mean, I've gotten to know Tamar. I held his baby at the KU game. You know, oh, okay. I mean, dig, dig your way out of there. No, no I do. I mean, look, I can joke about people. We joke. That's what we do. I love Tamar and I love his family. And we both got to know his dad and his mom. I love them. Uh, and I wish them nothing but the best. But when a joke is sitting there, I'm not going to let it pass by. Okay. Um, Looking forward to next season, and you were out there on the court today, I think, okay, um, Jalen's gone, but, oh, thank goodness, you're coming back. Knock on wood, fingers crossed. The people up in Indianapolis agree that that's the right thing to do. So there's a great amount of relief there for Hoosiers everywhere being like, oh, X back at point guard. That's okay. Um, Trace is leaving. And race too, obviously, who's been a part of Indiana University since the late 70s. So that's also a big deal. But with Trace leaving, did, did the late 70s joke, it just went by everybody. Eric's texting and X. Okay. I, I got a weird. Yeah, that went by. That went by. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was a race has been here for a really long time joke. But I'm, I'm looking even more towards Trace's departure. But we do have. We hope, presume, it's the portal season, so we never can be too sure of everything. But we certainly hope Malik is coming back. What did you see from that young fella? Because there was there was some great moments, some great games, some great stretches uh, when that guy was on the court. Uh, what did you see from him this freshman year? And how exciting is it to think that the two of you could really be building blocks for what this team is next year? 
uh, you know, Malik, Malik's coming when me when Malik coming back, uh, I think I think he has to take take the next step. Uh, and I'm gonna help him in in in, in, in the ways I can help him. Uh, but I think like I would say last year when Malik came in, he was like he was he was. You know, I would say I was one of the best players, but I think Malik was one of the second, the second best player in the gym. Uh, you know, because he was he was showing what he could actually really do. He was he was scoring on Trace and Race back like back to back. He he was he has he honestly has a has a a lot of a lot of moves that he can. I would say a bag if, if, if in the basketball terms. He has a, he has a large bag in what he can do. And I think that next year, you know, take, with him taking his next step, I think he I want him to actually prove what he can actually do to, to a lot of people because. He's honestly a talented big, and I think that can play at the next level. And is honestly, honestly talented, beyond talented. How so, soft is his touch around the rim? It's just so soft. The ball just goes in. Oh yeah, he has, he has very good touch, and I've seen that from day one. I've seen that from day one. Have you also seen day one? We're going on trip with you guys. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> um, he also has more of a mid-range game, right? Like the guy can shoot from outside facing the basket. Yeah, he actually can shoot. He actually can shoot. You know, he was knocking down threes, back to the basket, posting, posting Trace and Race uh, fade and hitting tough fades. I'm serious, like man, he he, he got game. Uh, and I and I honestly think that people got to see that in the Xavier game. You know, when he exploded and and, and was going off. You know, he, he I actually kind of because he because he has that he has that it factor where he he can get, get you know act like a gorilla and and start yelling and get getting texts like me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the future, besides you know Trey and and Malik coming back, and then obviously Caleb and CJ who have a lot of potential as well, we're in transfer portal recruiting season, and word is that you've become let's call it the fourth recruiter on the team oh, yeah. that, that you have been recruiting. So I know we can't talk about individual guys. I don't want to bring right. up anybody's individual name, but word is that you're making a lot of phone calls. Is that true? Uh yeah, I am. Uh, you know, I I feel like we need guys. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of time to fill. Uh, you know, I think with with you know even with our young guys coming, uh, getting beginning to be sophomores and, and the guys that we have coming back, I still think we need more pieces. Uh, and I think that you know a lot of a lot of people do do like to play with me. Nobody has a problem playing with me because you know I pass the ball, so everybody know that I'm, I'm a, yeah. a pass first point guard. And you know I'm I'm always you know, rely on my teammates uh, to be to play at a high level too as well. So, I mean, I want guys coming here here not just for, you know, NIL-wise because NIL has taken over, over a lot of people's heads. Uh, okay. But, you know, I want people that want to come here and play, uh, not just for, for money-wise. Just I want people to come here and win a championship. That's the main thing I want to do for my last year. And I, I don't want to do none nonetheless. What do well, you tell people about Woody? When, when you're talking to a kid, imagine I'm – Imagine Ward is a player that you want to come transfer to Indiana, and they say to you, "But well, what's the coach like? What's coach like? How do you well, describe him?" If I'm if I'm telling Ward, I'm I'm like, bro, you don't want to come here. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, yes. I would I would tell Ward, I don't think he'll make it through the conditioning workout, and then that'll tell look that'll tell Coach a lot. <laughs> Very good. All right. So now let's say you're talking to a six foot six wing who can really shoot the three and he's got a lot of suitors out there. And he says to you, I'm interested in Indiana, but I don't know anything about this coach Woodson. What's he like? Uh, you know, as a transfer coming in too, as well, uh, you know, as myself, uh, when I first transferred here, I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, but you know, I would say, 
I would say he's a he was down to earth dude, and, and he's he's not, he's he hasn't lied to me from from day one. Uh, everything he's kept, you know, he's he's kept me you know from out of trouble, and he's he's done done a lot of things for me as well uh, on and off the floor. Uh, you know, he's another father father figure I look at. You know, he tells me every day. Some days when I walk in now, you like son, you can be my son. I'm like uh, I don't want to be a son. I'll be a player, but I want to be a son. I love, I love Coach Woodson though. You know, he's a funny guy. Funny guy to be around, you know. When it's time to time to be time to put time about when it's time to be business, it's, it's business time. Uh, when it's time, to, you know, you know, it's laugh and joke. You know, everything's fun and games, but it's, it's business. Everything means business. One thing you mentioned was you're really interested in players who want to come to Bloomington and win and be a part of the team. And NIL isn't a, a major focus necessarily, or the main focus for them. One guy we know who's showing up who fits that bill who has been recruiting just as hard as you have and the assistant coaches and who will be looking to you for, for, for mentorship is Gabe cups. I think he was at more games this season than uh, any of the players. Uh, <laughs> have you gotten to know Gabe at all? Have you gotten to see any of his game? You know, because this is, this guy's that heir apparent to, to you when your time is done. Um, what, what do you know about Gabe? Uh, I know that he's a winner. Uh, that, that that's that's the that's the first thing that pops around my mind. Uh, you know, I actually didn't get to see a lot of his games, but I I I, I watched him last year when he when he was uh, when he committed. He was already committed and he was playing in an assembly. But I didn't realize I was going to be his teammate. <laughs> didn't right. realize. So I really didn't get the get the actual personal relationship with him. You know, I can't wait till he gets on campus. You know, I, I'll gain that trust with him and being his teammate. I help him out in certain areas because you know I'm a I'm a vet now. This is probably my. This will be my sixth year. But knock on wood, and this will be my sixth year. And uh, you know, I'm I'm the vet. I'm I'm the y'all. I got I got time for all the old jokes with racing and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are that guy. We're gonna be making fun of you for being there for 15 years now. Uh, listen, X, you've given us a ton of time, and I want to let you go. I love that during the course of this interview you had to grab a basketball. It was like yeah. too much time away from a basketball. Uh, look, man, I said it at the beginning, I'll say it again. The injury uh, sucks. It was awful because we know what we could have been with you. The silver lining is, look, man, the keys to Indiana basketball are being handed to you. You're going to be the guy that's leading this team. And we love you, man. And we love what you bring to this team. Did a roommate just walk in? Who just walked in? No, that's actually Scoop. <laughs> Scoop! Look at this! <laughs> Buddy! Hey, man. Hey, man. We're sad that you're leaving, but good luck to you. And and by the way, if X tells you, I did maybe crack a joke at your expense during this podcast, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Hey, man. Good luck, right to you. good luck to you and your daughter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You saw all love. All right, man. Uh, so, but X, back to you for a second. The silver lining here is we get to root for you for another season, man. You're going to be fully healthy. The waiver is going to come through. We're excited that you're leading Indiana for next season. And uh, I just can't wait to see what the future holds because it's going to be exciting with you at the helm. We appreciate it. Thank you. I can't wait. I can't wait. We're going to get that championship. I promise you we will get that championship. Well, All right. You're talking about you and me in the fantasy camp next year. We're going to get that championship. Hey, if you're on my team, you better got you better have gotten better. That's all I know. You better have been in the gym. <laughs> I'm going to disappoint you, you again. Charge, if you ain't defending <laughs> nobody, if you out there laughing and joking, you are not going to be on my team. Like I'm going to trade you. 
Like, I'm I, just will, I will try my hardest. That's all I can promise. Now nah, you, you try, try your hardest. We don't need to do that. I need you to. I need you to be basketball player. Like, I need you to be locked in. That's all I need. Uh, you to do. Maybe I should. Maybe I should coach for the fans. Yeah, more gonna be a coach. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He gotta be a player because I gave him shoes and all that. He gotta be a player. That's true. That, that's true. Yep, that's true. All right, X. Be good, man, and good luck. Hope the foot keeps healing, and uh, good luck with the waiver. We're confident that it's going to come through for you. Thank you, thank you. And remember, Take care, brother. Remember, if times get tough, you can always talk to us. I got shoulders. Appreciate shoulders. No, 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 X. We got you. I don't know who do, but. <laughs> All right, man. Be good. I right, appreciate y'all. That was a guest. That was a guest. Just, I love him, right? You love him. You love X. X marks the spot, Ward. X marks the spot. We're only looking at the future now. It's often what we Hoosier fans, it's all we have. Because, you know, what this season could have been, it's in the rearview mirror. Uh, looking towards the next season, if you have a good point guard, you can have a good team. Who knows who's going to be around them? If that's the guy running the show, dishing out the ball, bringing the young guys along, we're going to be a lot better team next year than we would have been without X. I also just thought a lot of interesting stuff that he talked about, you know, about the injuries that he was dealing with last year. I, I, I love X. You know, he's had a bumpy road at times. There's been some ups and some downs, but he's a fighter. He is a fighter. He has that dog in him. I think about, you know, Tom Coverdale way back when telling us we needed guys with FU in them. He's got FU in him. And uh, and I'm glad that I, I wish it wasn't under this circumstance, but I am glad that he's our point guard next year. Yeah. Looking Again, back, assuming the waiver comes through. Lo- looking back, as I just said, we aren't doing anymore. But in this conversation, <laughs> being like, did we lose a game this season with a fully healthy team? We didn't because Jalen was out for both Rutgers and Arizona. Correct. We did. And then and then X went down. You're right. We're undefeated. We're the champion. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. That's how it works. All right. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Hoosier Hysterics for the hysterics. No E, no I. But But the sometimes sometimes why? Remember when we said we were going to get guests to say it for us and we've just never done it because we're idiots. It's so unlike us not to deliver on something we promised. All right, now let's go shoot the intro. From the halls of assembly, you'll hear a screaming shout. I love of Indiana is manic and devout. Everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Warden Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're who 